Hey everyone, welcome to the Get Real Podcast. We're so excited that you're with us. Each and every week, we're going to open up God's Word. We're going to have some discussion around what it means to live an intentional life. So let's listen in as we try to get real together. Hey everyone, welcome to the Get Real Podcast. My name is Brandon Gindon. I am the senior pastor uh, here at Real Life Ministries Texas, and I am with my good friend and ministry partner, Lori Arnold. Hey, friends. And we uh, are excited to have you today. I'm excited about this this podcast today. It's um, it's a really good, it's a difficult, it's um, something we all, I uh, think, are going to wrestle with uh, in our own walk with the Lord. But we, we have been in a series in these last uh, few podcasts called Questions and looking at the questions that God poses to man. And, and I've said it each week um, that it's an interesting concept because, uh, Lori, as we've talked through these things, we look at it and go, God is asking man a question, but he's God and he already knows the answer, yeah. so why ask the questions? And I think what it does is it demonstrates this incredible and amazing thing about our God is that he desires relationship with us and to hear from us. And God wants to hear mm-hmm. um, what's us, what's going on inside us and having this these relational interactions. And we started this whole series back with the first question of where are you that demonstrated, you know, God knew where Adam and Eve were. Um, he wasn't confused, but he was demonstrating that now that sin had entered in the world, there was a relational break. There was a distance. And then we went through um, multiple other questions through the Old Testament and that God asks, and we've ventured into the New Testament, um, some of the questions. And I want to encourage all of you, if you have not uh, heard those podcasts, to go back and listen to them. And I think you'll find them challenging and helpful and, and really um, uh, hopefully inspiring you to grow in your walk with the Lord. And that's really, I just want to say at the heart of our podcast is, you know, for Lori and I and our um, friendship and work together in ministry, that our our hope is to really help um, those that follow Jesus in just a very real and practical way. Yeah, you know, this is we we're transparent with you about our lives and what God is doing in us, and and hopefully that some of what we talk about our uh, ups and downs, successes and failures um, encourage all of you, and so. Today, the question that we're going uh, to get into is a question that we find in John chapter 5, and it's a question that Jesus uh, poses to a man that is uh, sitting by uh, the, the pool at the Sheep Gate, and, and this pool is a place that, um, that paralyzed and, and invalids and people that needed healing would go to and sit out, and they believed that when the waters were stirred, there was healing in, in this, these waters. And Jesus comes across this man, and he asks the question, do you want to be well? And that question, um, boy, Lori, there is a tremendous amount of depth to this question yeah. about do you want to be well? And we, we see in the story that, that the man, when Jesus asks him that question, he responds in a really interesting way. He says, well, you know, I, He's been there for 38 years, mm-hmm. the scripture says, and he, he can't get down to the water. So Jesus asks him, do you want to be well? And he says, essentially, well, I don't have anybody to help me into the water, so I can't. Yeah. And so what I find interesting, and we'll start the discussion there about this, is this man that, that needs healing, he's, 
he only knows how to respond to Jesus based on w- what he knows and understands that to be healed, I have to be put down in the water. Mm-hmm. He doesn't understand that the one that does the healing <laughs> is asking him the question, yeah. right? And so he's looking at it from a worldly perspective. Yeah. And so maybe let's, let's kind of start there with this question. Do you want to be well? Um, is kind of what our approach often in, in Christianity toward, towards that question about being well, whether it be spiritually, relationally, we need some kind of healing in our lives from maybe bitterness or an addiction or whatever that the issue is, is why is it so often Christians kind of take a worldly approach or an mm. approach to kind of how the rest of the world would, would do this and not go to the source first, yeah. you know, to Jesus, the one that can, can provide the healing. So maybe, maybe start there. What are, what are your thoughts on that? Mm. I believe a couple of reasons. Um, with this question, it's, we've talked about it before, but it, re- it reveals um, our desire to be well. Um, and along with that, it reveals not, not only the desire, but what are we willing to do? What are we willing to surrender? Do we believe that God can do it? Do we? Mm. And then also, I mean, it, there's just so many things that I, I think about when I think about this, honestly, because, um, and, and even with that first, that first one, our desire to be well, I have witnessed it, you know, with close loved ones and friends, you know, I've, experienced it myself when I've sat in my own mess and just wanted to kind of sit there. Mm. And in those moments, no, I don't, I don't, I might say that I want everything to be better and I want all of this to go away and everything to just be better. And I want to be, I want to be well or healed and whatever, whatever the struggle may be at the time. But that's not really true. If I'm just choosing to sit in my junk, yeah. And not surrender, not trust God. And um, sometimes I think that people just want to sit in it because it feels, it seems as if it's easier. Mm. Do, do you think that, I don't, I, I mean, I, I have, I have, been, I'll admit to it and own it that there's been times where it has been just more comfortable to sit kind of in yeah. my own mess and not really want out of it. Yeah, Maybe it's, you know, we can find ourselves there because we're getting attention for it or it just sits more comfortable. Or like you said, it seems easier. Yeah. And, and if the Lord were to ask us the question, do you want to be well? I think sometimes if we're really honest, yeah. no. Yeah. Um, now that's not the case that sometimes people do. I mean, we do. We're like, yes, I want to be yes. well. What is that going to take um, for me to do? And so I think, you know, I'm kind of listening to you and hearing that Sometimes we find ourselves in either one of those types of places. Mm-hmm. And so speak to that part about, I mean, you, you said you found yourself at times where, no, I don't really want to be. Yeah. Talk a little bit more about that. Well, I think there are definitely things that hinder me um, from wanting to be, like I mentioned briefly, that just the, it's easier, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes being well takes work on my part, you know, yeah. and it's yeah. not like God's going to do his. But, and even in the story that you just shared, um, if you read the story, (laughs) the first time the man gives a reason why he can't be well, you know, he doesn't answer the question that 
Jesus asked him. He doesn't doesn't say, yes, I want to be well or no, I don't. You know, he he was like, well, this can't happen because I can't get to the water. Nobody, nobody's helping me, you know. And then Jesus tells him what to do, you know, to get up and walk, take his bed and walk. Yeah. And he did it. And so to me, that reveals his desire to be well, because had he not gotten up and walked, that would have totally shown that he didn't want to be well because he would have sat in it and made more excuses and said, well, no, I can't because I already told you, Mm -hmm. you know, but, but he got up and for me, that's what it has taken. You know, I have to choose to get up. Right. I have to choose to look up at him and, and surrender my, whether it be my thoughts, my broken beliefs, Mm -hmm. whatever that may be, I have to surrender that to him and I have to trust him and talking about the ease of things. Um, it at times feels very easy to just stay where I'm at. Um, but I know, I know that I know that I know because of my life experiences with the Lord. I know that in the end, that is not the best way. And not only is it not the best way, it's just not the, it. it's not as easy in the end. Right. And the freedom comes when I do trust him and I depend on him. I depend on him to to help me right as opposed to trying to figure it out myself or just saying no i'm just going to stay here because this is what's easiest right he knows and wants what's best for us right i i think if we go yes that's that's so good if we go back and and look at this question again let's go back to the start and we look at the question jesus walks up and says do you want to be well the man's response is well i can't get down to the water there's no one here to help me Jesus says, well, stand up and walk. The the most difficult, impossible um, option Mm -hmm. that that would have been in that man's mind would have been to stand up and walk. Yeah. Um, You know, Jesus didn't tell him, well, if you want to be well, then call to your friends or call to those people or here, you know, let me help you down into the water. Like those would have been like kind of worldly, easy, nor typical solutions. Jesus presents the one that is impossible. Yeah. Stand up. And I, I just, to me, where I am challenged is to not look at mm. often the worldly or normal or kind of typical uh, self-help type of solutions that, yeah. that our starting place needs to be, like you said, we need to get our eyes to Jesus. Mm-hmm. We need to get our eyes into the word of God and what is the truth and, and, and the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives and, and start there. Yeah. And, and um, so when we think about something like in our own lives that, that maybe for you that, that's listening, maybe you've wrestled for a long time with an addiction or you've wrestled for a long time with bitterness or you've, or, you know, just a lack of forgiveness or whatever that that's going on in your life is to look at it and go, okay, am I, is my starting point with Jesus? Or have I been looking to all other kinds of solutions? Now, the other side of it, and I'll just be honest, there's been things, physical healings and and spiritual healings and different things that I've seen as being a pastor over all the years where people will go pray and pray and pray and pray, and God does not respond or heal, in a sense, in the way that we think he should. Yeah, It doesn't look the way that we think it should look. Um, the This this paralyzed man thought it should look a certain way Mm -hmm. i should get lowered down into the water um and the truth is you know it it often 
often doesn't look like the way that we think it should. Yeah. And so when we're in that place, Lori, that's kind of confusing or, or to that person that's, that has tried to look to Jesus and, and be, be um, healed mm. in whatever that that is in their life. And it hasn't happened in the way that they thought, what, what would you say to that person? What is it that maybe gives some encouragement or help to that or suggestion to that? Yeah. Um, for me, regardless of the situation, whether I'm on the mountaintop, as we say and sing sometimes or in the valley, um, in every single season, um, I have to be aware of my need for a savior. Mm. And if I'm not depending on him and seeking him, um, then I'm trying to do things in my own strength. And so I know that doesn't work. I cannot, I can't live this life in my own strength, not in a way that is pleasing to the Lord. And so I have to go straight to truth. I have to be, in my word, I need to be abiding in him. We talk about this a lot because it is so important that we abide in Christ and that we read his word and remind ourselves of, of truth. And that is where we find it is in the scripture yeah. of who he is and how he cares for us and loves for us and how we need a savior. Yeah. So um, staying connected to him in that way is it, it's integral. It's an integral part of, our walk and of my walk. And it's in the times that I feel, and we talked about it a little bit before when we talked about um, like, where are you when he asked that question? Mm-hmm. Um, we cannot, we cannot hide. We cannot walk away from him. We cannot turn away from, and then expect the results to be, right. to be great or positive, you know, and to be healed, you know, right. because he is the one who does that. Right. I, when I think about, Again, back to the question, do you, do you want to be well? I think a, a place for us to ask that question is, do we really truly want to? Yeah. Like we want God to change us. We want the Lord to transform us in our lives. And, you know, and you'd mentioned if we really want that, the work that we have to put in, when you talk about abiding in Christ, that takes effort and yeah. work on our end. And, you know, sometimes we do, we just want God to, you know, kind of snap his fingers and boom, it's fixed and everything. And, and we're not walking in any, you know, it's, it's all happy and roses now. Yeah. Well, that would be wonderful <laughs> if it worked, if it always worked that way. But we know there's, there's people Jesus didn't heal. Yeah. Um, and, and, and the healing looked different. I mean, and I, I keep thinking of Paul. I mean, Paul did the rest of his ministry with a thorn in the flesh mm-hmm. and there's been debate over what is it and what is that. But he, you know, I think he, I think he struggled with some of his sight issues by some scripture that would indicate some of that. But it, we get a picture that maybe he wasn't fully and completely healed, and he wished. But he's by the grace of God, I'm I'm still doing what I'm doing, and and I, I say that to go because I know in my own life, rarely does God ever do things the way I think that He should do it. Yeah, I, I want to be healed, or I want Him to do these things. I want Him to work, and sometimes He says, "Wait." Sometimes He says, "I'm not," you know, "I'm not going to do it the way you want." Sometimes. No, I'm going to leave you in this for a little while because I'm I'm working in another area. Mm-hmm. But to your point, if, do we want to be well? I think as Christians, I I would just encourage all of us to stop and to look and go. Where are areas of our life that we are unhealthy? Yeah. You know, we live in a world right now that's you know diet and exercise and all of this stuff. Yet, you know, Americans are more unhealthy now than they've ever been. Mm-hmm. And so, for you, maybe. Are you taking care of yourself? 
are you doing your part? God's doing his part. Are you doing your part to take care of you? Are you getting the rest that you need, the physical stuff? Are you taking care of you, of yourself? Yeah. Um, those things are important. But also spiritually, are you taking care of yourself? Mm-hmm. Spending time in the word, um, mm-hmm. have people in your life that speak into your life um, that are godly in Christian counsel, yeah. you know, those kinds of things um, to be able to help. And so, Lori, where have you kind of found yourself when you're walking in this this journey with the Lord and, and God is helping you get healthy in an area? What are maybe some one or two things that you found, boy, this was really helpful. Yeah. This, this really helped me, um, uh, you know, as God was doing his part, here's the part I needed to do that really helped. Yeah. My relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, just making sure that I have a relationship with people that are, whether it be in my local church, my, um, or friends that are even outside, but they are, they are Christ followers as well but they can hold me accountable for the things that I'm doing. Um, they're people that I trust and yeah. they're safe places to share things with my struggles. Um, so they can help me walk through that. Yeah. Talk yeah. to this. Cause you and I've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, I didn't, we didn't prep or talk about this, <laughs> but I've heard you say this and, and I think it's important because separating, we can have friends and people that have influence in our lives, mm-hmm. but, they don't give godly counsel. Yeah. I mean, and say the hard things to us. And so how, like maybe separate that for mm-hmm. like how, you know, the difference in, in those people that are in your life that, you know, your friends, it's great. This might even be a non-Christian or somebody that really isn't walking with the Lord, but you love them and you're yeah. fun to be with and all of that. But then you got that friend where, you know, if you call <laughs> them, you're like, Oh boy, they're going <laughs> to, they're going to say the hard things, right? Yeah. How do you kind of separate some of that? And why is that important? Talk about that a little bit. <laughs> well, I do, I do have the different uh, people are in different. I have the one friend that I can call and I know she's like my biggest cheerleader. Okay. So no matter what I say, she's like, yeah, girl. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Like to every single thing. Um, but I also know <laughs> And I love her and it is good. And there are times that I need that. I need that cheerleader. But um, when I really, there are a few people that I have that I know that I know that I know that whether I want to hear it or not, they are going to tell me the truth Yeah. and his truth, like not, not, not their way and what they think should happen or their opinion. Mm-hmm. They are going to tell me truth. And those are the people that I come to with the, um, with, with my deep struggles. Yeah. Um, and that list is not long, mm-hmm. you know, it's not long at all. It's not yeah. even a, I couldn't even call it a list really, yeah. but, um, that is, it, it's so important that I go to the right people and share the right things with the right people as well. Um, cause the first place I should always go is the Lord. Um, but sometimes I'm not acting right. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so that is not my first choice, honestly. Yeah. And so I'll go to somebody who I know is going to direct me back to truth and point me right back to him in his way. That's great. Yeah. yeah. I think there's a couple things to make sure we pull out of this. One is when we want to be well, we've got to go to the source that, that abiding and that in Christ. And he, um, rarely is going to kind of the get up and walk, um, is going to look different for all of us. Um, but the part that you said of that abiding in him, it's going to be in his word. It's going to be with him, but it's also with the people around you. And I know on this, on our podcast, we talk about that a lot, but it's so important that you have the 
those relationships that are good and godly counsel that are not going to just tell you what you want to hear. And and if you're listening to the podcast and you're thinking, well, gosh, I don't have that. I want to encourage you to find it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I know here in our church, we've got, I've got a group of guys around me that are not, that, that don't tell me what I want to hear yeah. sometimes. And it's, it's good. It's hard. But if I want to be well, I have to be <laughs> willing to do the hard things. It looks like standing up and it looks impossible, but, but God puts those people around us to help us. So, well, it's, uh, it's a tough question, but I, I pose that again to everybody is, do you want to be well? And to really examine that and take that to Jesus and then looking in areas of your life to where maybe you're not as well as you would want to be, um, and leaning into him and his, um, strength to be able to, um, to be well, well, um, appreciate so much all of you and, and sharing our uh, a podcast. And that's one thing I want to close with today is if this podcast is ministered to you, blessed you that you would um, continue to share it with your friends. Um, it's been exciting uh, for Lori and I to see the podcast growing and, and having an impact. So thank you to all of you that have been a part of that. Well, God bless you. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Get Real Podcast today. My hope each and every week is that you're able to take the content, apply it to your life, that it becomes more of who you are and less of what you do, and that we live an intentional life together. If you're interested in supporting the work of ministry here at Real Life Texas, we'd like to invite you to do that by going to reallifetexas.org slash give and supporting us today.